Give a little time for the child within you. Don't be afraid to be young and free. Undo the locks and throw away the keys and take off your shoes and socks and run you. It's Jordan Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. Can you imagine this? That my six year old hates stone fruit. Can you imagine going through an entire summer without stone fruit? Now, here's the first thing that popped into my head. Okay. I'm going to get in. Can I guess? Sure. Georgia peaches. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm all, if you're talking stone fruit. Right. And they look so much like asses. That's what I love about them. Oh, they're great. They're, they're great for both eating and comparing to asses. Sure. Yeah. Um, which are also great for eating. <laughs> I'm a millennial. Thank you. Uh, you're so welcome. Yeah. Now, elder, you're elder millennial. You're a you you're a big advocate of stone fruits. Oh, I mean, when they're in season, yeah, sure, them. sure, sure. Not out of season. I, I'm not going to be eating fucking nectarines in February like an asshole. No, but yeah. When they're it's in the season, of, you're you're going wild. It's the height of summer, or or even uh, late summer. Yeah, I'm I'm going bonkers on these fucking stone fruit. Now I know you you mentioned this is your six year old, and yeah, Frankie. You know, usually, usually the lashing out against your parents happens at like 12 or 13 but do you think this is just a situation of like i don't want your life dad i don't i'm not right i'm not just a carbon copy of you i'm not just your you know mini me i'm my own person are you suggesting fruits that that you love and cherish so much you know that not for me do you think that Frankie is going to grow up to like join the military and become a CPA? Yeah, maybe. Only it's listen possible. to only listen to uh, you know, commercial radio. She is glad to remind me that she hates me. I mean, that is a common leitmotif in our relationship. Uh, the other day I was the other day she was going out somewhere with Mima, mm-hmm. her grandmother. And uh, I go, I go, okay, sweetie, well, have fun. Do you want a hug before you go? And she goes, yes. And I'm holding my arms out like this. And she just punched me in the stomach. Good bit. I know. <laughs> Unexpected. It's really soft. Maybe you're, she's- a, You're looking for a zig and you got a zag. Maybe right she's the... going into the family business after all. Sure. But yeah, I mean, the point is- Punching? <laughs> No, how much of your bits? income comes from punching? <laughs> doing bits. Okay. Well, you'd be surprised how much my income comes from punching, Jordan. You don't know what I do at night. So you're right. I have no idea. Literally, I'm no out idea. on the streets. Quick question: How did you guys land on Mima? I want to keep talking about the stone fruit, but I guess oh. I didn't know that your kids referred to Judy. Is this no, Judy's no? Name? Judy is Nana. Nana. Okay. No one wanted to be Grandma. Right. And grandma was right out, fully mm-hmm. rejected. My dad was fine with being grandpa, so he was always Grandpa Lee. Right. My mom refused grandma. I mean, these people these people think they're going to live forever, and they think the way to do my These people, I mean, the most beloved members of my family. Sure. <laughs> they think they're going to live forever, and they think the way they're going to do it is by coming up with a different name for grandma right. or grandpa. So they think that if as soon as they're grandma or grandpa, well, it's all over for them. They're never fucking again. But if they come, if they're named Pop Pop, yeah, then they're good to go. <laughs> sure, yeah. Grandma, uh, you know, celibate, yeah. knitting cats, 
Meebaw. Yeah. Meemaw Fox. Yeah. That, I think that's the at the heart of it. So at the end of the day, if you're a millennial like myself, right, and your uh, your parents need a name, you have to give them the power to choose a name, because they're already mad that they don't get to choose the you know the baby's name or right. religion or whatever, and so you have to let them choose their own honorific. Meemaw's great, by the way. I just want to say I I I love Meemaw. I'm just kind of I love Meemaw how too. You got there. She's taking care of my kids right now. God bless. Oh my her. god, wonderful woman, Mima, tremendous woman. Pop, pop. Okay. He's a winner too. Like so, Grandpa I remember Lee dead. So he's not contributing much anymore. <laughs> I remember my my dad's beloved musical artist was Elton John. Mm-hmm. And growing up, when I felt the need to lash out against my father, I would, you know, say that Elton John sucked, and that it was sucky, and. But I think that I, you know, I think I secretly liked it and definitely like as an adult have really grown to love Elton John. But I think I just, you know, I needed I needed a way I needed a way to to hurt him. Yeah, I felt so that I way about Elton, the chieftains. Sure. <laughs> I think we all the chieftains were playing in my house. Jesus fucking Christ, can I listen to any more fucking penny whistles? But do you think and now I hear it, I'm like, oh, this is this is pretty fucking dope. I guess I like <laughs> sure. Irish traditional Irish music. Um, do you think, you know, Frankie sneaks in some <laughs> sneaks in some nectarines into the bedroom and you know once everybody's all tucked in and the lights are off secretly goes to town on stone fruit but just doesn't want you to know because then you you know you will have won that would make me so happy nothing could make me so if happy if you found secret pits in the sheets <laughs> yeah Better than piss in the sheets. Jeez, Why the are man. these socks so stiff? Right. Oh, <laughs> oh they're filled it's with... from peach juice. It's from peach juice. I wipe my face with socks. Yeah. Anyway, it's stone fruit season. I'm just worried yeah. about my kid. That's all. I'm excited about stone fruit season, and I'm going to go ahead and say that's a tease for our next segment. Oh, yeah. Not our next segment. The next segment. The next... Later on in the show. Later on, that? there'll be more stone fruit content. So we got some pretty if exciting if stone fruit if content. If your whistle is wet, it's about do to you get our, even wetter and Do you remember here. our friend Dan Grayson from college? I do. Dan, Great guy. I believe, believe, wonderful guy. I think I, our senior year of college, his senior year of college, he set out to make the greatest work of art of which he was capable. Mm-hmm. And he would tell me about it a lot. That specifically that it was the greatest work of art of which he was capable. And it involved him writing and recording rock songs, mm-hmm. uh, making beautiful paintings of naked ladies. Yep. Not exclusively, but substantially. And then creating an automated light show that complemented the other two. It was like the Gestuntenswerk or whatever that's called. What do they call opera? <laughs> Good stuntons for I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, some shit like that. Anyway, I just feel like later on in the show, when we return to the topic of stone fruit, you're gonna experience my Gestuntens Ferk. This is the greatest work of art of which I am capable. Oh my god, amazing. Yeah. I'm I'm really proud. So we're just gonna just gonna wrap up the podcast like for good after after this. Is this is this the final episode? No, 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 no. We're not going out on top, buddy. Okay. <laughs> We're going <just laughs> cling to cling to every last listener as they bail for other podcasts. Exactly. Like, I like this. I like this. Down Look, with the ship. 
as long as as long as we still have people listening to this who don't know that there's a lot of other podcasts that have started since we started this podcast. And uh, if you're listening, there aren't. He's joking. <laughs> <laughs> Should we introduce our guest on the show and find to. out how he feels about Stone Fruit? Uh, yeah. He's a stand-up comic and writer. He's got a new album coming out coming out in September called Funny Songs and Sketches. Joe Quazala. Hi, Joe. How are you? Hi, uh, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Where do you stand on Stonefruit, Joe? Gang, I had to Google what it was. Oh, wow. <laughs> I feel stupid. Oh, wow. Sir, you're, how do you feel- you're a berry guy, right? Is that why? You're just <laughs> So I fa- I found I found a list that was very I mean, listen, Google came through. Mm-hmm. Gave yeah. me four 14 all, common types of stonefruit. And oh. you know, I I found you know, I found what you guys are talking. I mean, context clues uh, out of the gate from what you were saying. I got that we were talking about peaches and nectarines and things. I imagined fruit like that. Uh, I got a little upset that uh, down the line on this list, they they have olives. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah that, that seems like bullshit. Yeah, and, and that reminds me of when when people try to be like, oh well, you know, this is a this, this thing is also a fruit. And you're right. like, I think you're maybe getting bogged down on some sort of scientific designation sure. when. Did you know nothing is a nut? Nothing's a nut. There are no (laughs) nuts. Everything is a legume. Right. And it's just like, can you just relax? Yeah. No, I know. I'm looking at the list of stone fruit, and I'm going to be honest. Fucking coconuts, get off the list. Yeah. You know, what are you doing on there? Why don't be a a husk fruit or whatever? Yeah. Sure, it's it's a bonkin fruit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you are made for falling and bonking. But what bonks better than a coconut? I dare you to name something that bonks better than a coconut. This claims that a mulberry is There a- are berries in the list and blackberries. And so it starts to be like, okay, well, does this have any meaning? Right. What are words? <laughs> nothing <laughs> we think nothing we think is anything is that. So I'm going to go down the list real quick. Do you know that pizza's a dog? (laughs) All right. (laughs) If there's there's any fruit listening, I'm going to go down the list real quick and just give a quick thumbs up, thumbs down on whether it's a stone fruit. Peaches, yes. Absolutely. Plums, Mm -hmm. yes, of course. Cherries. Doesn't feel right. And that's what we're going going to Going to say no. Nectarines, yes. Apricots or apricots, yes. Mangoes, absolutely not. No fucking way. Lychees. Now, here's something interesting. I'm going to go yes on lychees. Raspberries, no way, Jose. Blackberries, absolutely not. Mulberries, give me a fucking break. Olives, are you shitting me? It seems like at this point we're being trolled, right? Like they are just. I'm willing to accept dates. Hmm? Okay. Why not? That's fine. You you can. I got some nice dates. I got some nice pitted dates at the farmer's market. I've really been enjoying them and I'm. I'm willing to welcome them to the stone fruit party. Can I ask if there is a list of criteria that you're going off of mentally or is this just impulse? I mean, I think the my definite like my personal definition of stone fruit I guess it would be I mean, I'm obviously I'm not reading directly from the dictionary. I'm, I don't have the OED open in front of me, but I would say peach type shit. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. Like shit like peaches. Peach or similar. And yeah. is that is that just? I mean, are we talking texture and shape? Does that also include flavor? I guess kind of a, a, a some cumulative total that I guess would compare. I well, I mean, of course. Here's a here, this 
This ultimate guide to stone fruit that I'm reading, <laughs> we're talking apricots, cherries, nectarines, plums, pluots, apriums, and sweet summery peaches. Now, obviously, no one knows what an aprium is. No. Um, but other than that, that's a that's all. I'm totally fine with that. If you want to throw cherries in there, yeah, okay, fair enough. You know what I mean? Like that's that's totally fine. I mean, if we're going by personal definitions, yeah, what's in our heart? To me, to yeah. me, to me. Jordan, can I ask your personal me. opinion? Just look in your heart and yes. tell me your personal opinion. In my heart, to me, they gotta be sticky, right? Yeah, they gotta I think be that's sticky. a great point. Yeah, element of juiciness, crucial. Juiciness, stickiness, decadence, nastiness, nastiness. Yes, (laughs) they gotta be freaky. They'll do whatever on the first date, man. They don't care. I think I would like to. uh, I think if you just imagine, like a like a chubby little boy with cherry cheeks, Mm -hmm. and he's wearing like a one of those little white, one of those little white dresses that sure. all children under six wore in until like 1925 i i was i was okay. this boy jesse this is this is a buster brown type figure <laughs> yeah absolutely I'm, 100 there's a, a thousand percent of right. thank you for thank you for naming what we were all thinking joe <laughs> mm-hmm. wait so oh. this is a buster brown but not a little stinker no he's a stinker for okay. sure this kid's a stinker right. i mean this guy's buster brown this guy's uh, who's the kid who sticks his thumb in the pie and pulls out a plum? Peter, 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 pumpkin eater. Because Jack pumpkins. Horner. What did Jack Horner no, do? Maybe yeah. it's Jack Horner. We I think it's of... Jack Horner. Little Jack Horner. He sat in the corner, right, right. eating his curds and wet. See, listen, that's what I thought too, but I stopped myself because <laughs> mm-hmm. that is a spider's tail, and that is not. Is no place here. <laughs> Yeah, what's an arachnid? God, we're gonna get into whole a whole other semantic debate. <laughs> Little Jack Horner, a spider's tail. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's part of that failed Universal Monsters universe. Right, yeah, <laughs> Jack Horner colon <laughs> rise of a corner. <laughs> a corner will rise. Yeah, it was gonna be Tim Roth. Tim Roth was all set up to be oh, Jack yeah. Horner. He would have been great. He would have been great. So my point is that yeah. if you can imagine the flesh of the fruit adorning the like dripping down the corners of that little boy's mouth, yeah, then I I think it counts as a stone fruit. So are we gonna are we going to retract date? I know you were already excited to put date into the stone fruit right. category. I don't think that really passes the new I, criteria. That's a great point, and I take date out. You're absolutely right. That's really big of you, Jesse. That's really cool. Well, I'm not not big. Yeah. (laughs) Big man. Everybody knows that about me. Um, Big. uh, Joe, I have something I want to ask you about. Is it about Jack Horner? Because I am looking it up. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Give me your top three Jack Horner facts. Wow. I mean... What a good boy is he? That's got to be mm, sure. That's got to well. be number one, number one, right? <laughs> He's a pretty good boy. Uh, number two uh, come uh, it originates from the Tudor period Ooh, of good of period England England's uh, dynasty, mm-hmm. and then uh, uh, is the thumb. I mean, just the he he's using his thumb, and that's you know one of his signature moves. So I'm checking out the original earliest known version of Jack Horner, mm-hmm. which I mean, obviously you guys know that it's from Henry Carey's Henry Carey Namby from Pamby. Yeah. Yeah. Namby Pamby. 
Now he sings of Jackie Horner sitting in the chimney corner, eating of a Christmas pie, putting in his thumb, oh, fie, putting in, oh, fie, his thumb, pulling out, oh, strange, a plum? (laughs) This is kind of before they got the hang of rhyme schemes. Sure. <laughs> what do you think? Or what was interesting? Or <laughs> Joe, Joe, you. I think. I think you and I are both total fucking Horner nuts. Um, right. A couple horn dogs over here. Yeah. How right. do you feel about Thomas a, Love? A, a Pete? Horner nut is not a nut. Just want to quickly. Thank you. <laughs> right. Sure. It's a legume. It's a, it's a legume. legume. It's all legumes. Everything's legume. Joe, how do you feel about Thomas Love Peacock's version of, from his satirical novel Melon Court, uh, and that especially that opening recitative? Sure, of course. Well, you know, what was really exciting about it was the capitalization of Christmas pie. Like, I thought that, you know, because obviously, I mean, I don't need to say it, but as we all remember, Jack Horner's Christmas pie, my learned nurse, interpreted to mean the public purse from thence a plum he drew. Oh, happy Horner, who would not be ensconced in thy snug corner? Yeah, I'm so fucking sick of this guy in his fucking corner. <laughs> oh my god! Get over I mean, it. people talk about how great he is, and sure, I I understand. I used to be a fucking total stand for this guy. <laughs> then I started thinking about how snug his fucking corner is, and how he right. never comes out. You know it, what I mean? It started to become a bit of a smug corner, if I may. Yeah. Can so- I just say, I, I'm going to go ahead and offer what I think is probably the best version. Uh, that educators created uh, from, of course, the renowned history of Little Jack Horner from the 1820s. Okay, please. Um, in that story, of course, Jack Horner, who isn't proud of himself, instead, instead of showing his greed, he gives the pie to a needy woman. Mm. Mm. And we say, now let every good boy with a sweet meat or toy not slyly sneak into a corner, but to playmates repair and give them a share. Mm. Thank you very much. It's really beautiful. If only I had a sweet meat. Yeah, have you guys ever given your playmates a sweet meat? <laughs> um, what do you guys, okay, what do you guys think is a funnier next step for this? I'm, I'm going to okay. give you two options. Great. Thanks, Jordan. <laughs> hey, you know, I get, okay, I'm going to do it, and then, then I'm going to reset. Hey, uh, I know you were talking about how this was originally supposed to be part of a cinematic universe. Um, you know, they had all the plans laid out. They had all the movies announced. And at some point, Jack Horner was going to fight Jack Reacher. Okay. Option one. That's a lot of fun. So Jack Horner fights Jack Reacher, the famous uh, super spy. Yeah. Hey, you know, they had a cinematic universe laid out for this. And, you you know, you could see all the plans. And um, at some point, Jack Horner was going to fight Wee Willie Winky. <laughs> No, I think that's a lot of fun to say Wee Willie Winky. Me too. Is that what they called dicks back then? Yeah. No, I, mean, I think it's just a sleepy boy. Was the Willie Wee or was Willie Winky Wee? I think it's probably that Willie Willie Winky was Wee. But it does seem like his like the Willie was Wee. Uh let's see. I'll just, you know, just let me just go down the lyrics here. Um this is the original text. Um 1841 in Scots alongside a par- uh, paraphrased English version from 1844. Uh, Willie Winky rins through tune upstairs and dune stairs in his nicked goon, uh, trilling <laughs> yeah. at the window, crying at the lock. Right. And the weans in their bed for now it's 10 o'clock. So yeah, I think it is about dicks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that sounds pretty, that's pretty straightforward. That Did one. you say trilling at the window? 
yes, trilling at the window, and I think uh, English version tapping at the window. I think okay. trilling, trilling, trilling at the window tapping. seems uh, ahead of its time, right? Yep. Um, you know, uh, we Willy Winky, we 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 stand a wee legend. <laughs> hey, Willy Winky, are you coming in? The cat's singing purring sounds to the sleeping hen. The dog <laughs> spread out on the floor and doesn't give a cheap. But here's a wakeful little boy who will not fall asleep. Hate those wakeful little boys. Oh, fucking. And you know what's worse? His dog doesn't give a cheap. <laughs> That's, uh, yeah, you really do not like to see that. Yeah. Rumbling, tumbling roundabout, crowing like a cock. What is this? <laughs> what does this kid do with his sweet meat? We don't even know. Yeah, we have no <laughs> idea. I, I kind of don't want to know. I kind of don't. Well, yeah, you know it's fucked up. Okay, um, don't really ruin Wee Willy Winky for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa, Jordan, what did you come here to cancel Wee Willy Winky? Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Don't, are the woke police out for fucking Wee Willy Winky now? Mm-hmm. Um Gee whiz. Yep. I know. Sorry, it's Barbie or nothing for me. The only entertainment I recognize is Barbie. The you movie. Know the Muffin Man? No, I I Wait, hold I, on, the Muffin Man? Yeah. He uh, lives Where's on Groovery Lane. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> great Lane. Good guy. Good guy. Great, great muffin, great, man. great. You know what? Great muffins. They're great. Uh, I'm enjoying. So. If he's I'm enjoying this, the Muffin Man. I'm loving this new segment on Jordan Jesse Go. We look at the nursery rhyme section of Wikipedia. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, some content. Uh, Joe, I did have something I was specifically wanting to ask you about. Is that Wait, right? Jordan, can, do you mind if we start a nursery rhyme recap podcast? <laughs> sure. Jordan, yeah. Jesse, go over. Sure. Okay, great. Uh, Joe, you do a great podcast. It's called uh, Who Cares About the Rock Hall? You are mm-hmm. obsessed with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is correct. Uh, a lot of great guests on that. You've had a Jimmy Pardo. You've had a River Butcher. All a lot of, lot of, lot of Jordan Jesse go overlap. The folks who really like this show. Um, in in your time giving musical hot takes, have you have you have you run into any like fandoms that you've made mad? Ooh, yeah, to the point where I like I don't want to say it. <laughs> oh wow, okay, <laughs> but but no, does it rhyme is, with Schmeely Dan? <laughs> uh, that I mean, no. I, every Steely Dan fan I've met has been cool as a cucumber. Yeah, um, not surprised. Here, here, here's what I will say: uh, is that you know we we. When the nomination list comes out every year, we will cover those bands. And last year, Duran Duran was nominated for the first time. Okay. And we like Duran Duran at the show. But at this at the same rate, you know, we'll uh we like to joke around, goof around. You guys are a bunch of goofballs. But you do not you do not do that. Wow. You do not do that with Simon LeBon, sure. John Taylor, Andy Taylor, the third Taylor, <laughs> Nick Rhodes. It's I, I found that the Duran Duran fans, many of them were lovely. They were very excited about the induction of Duran Duran, but some of them were a little too rabid, um, and I did not care for that. Hmm. The... Um uh, you know, back back in the day of making little jokes on Twitter, the only two fandoms I ever pissed off on Twitter with a little joke were uh, Bernie Sanders people, uh, which oh, got God, it yeah. got terrifying. 
and uh, Lana Del Rey people made a joke about Lana Del Rey. Those those people really like have a Google alert out for her name and came came hard. Yeah, you know, I think there's some pop stars who have bots, like oh, yeah. like bot armies that will uh, come for you. Uh, maybe, maybe, and I don't know the the percentage wise of literal bots and stands like real people who are obsessed but what's the bot to stand ratio would you say <laughs> i would, lo- I would one love to yeah, have a have a breakdown of every every artist and their bot to stand ratio uh with with pie charts but um yeah i it's it, 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 people get really aggressive and it's it's too bad because music is supposed to be about you know having a good time i think well, why did you fucking shit on duran duran then if music's <laughs> supposed to be about having a good time oh man that but What's shitting your on a band is the good time. Did you see? <laughs> what it was was it was our guest said something about how he Simon LeBond. He was like Simon LeBond, not like the greatest singer, but good for the band. It was a compliment. how dare that person? How and, dare and, that? Person? And it it resulted in bad reviews on Apple Podcasts and you know uh, ratings, yeah, all all that kind of stuff. That's like, what do you relax? How many people gave you negative Duran Duran reviews on iTunes? Uh, A handful, give or take. Extraordinary. Joe, we've also been discussing on the podcast the phenomenon of the music cruise. Um, Of course, I wrote the Mm -hmm. amazing song Creed Cruise about the Creed Cruise. Uh, Matt, just play a little bit of that. Thank you. Okay, Matt slipped in a couple seconds of that. We appreciate that. We all remember how funny that was. Really if, good. If I may, Creed, may. Creed Two Cruise Control. Oh, fuck, oh. man. If I can just say that. Uh, yeah. No, to, thank you. Uh, yeah, that you was great. <laughs> thank you for saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If you want to say it again later, I just might. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you so much, man. That was really, really, really good. Um, maybe we'll make it the title of the episode. I think it's got a. It's a strong contender. Gesamt Kunstwerk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. You, of course, you know what I'm talking about now. Of course, I'm talking about I Gesamt thank you. I did, Kunstwerks. I didn't, I didn't before, but now I definitely do. Yeah. Um, Creed, so as a, as, a, as a music person, would you ever do a, would you ever do a, one of these themed cruises? There's a 311 one. There's a Weezer one. I don't know that I would do a cruise, a non-themed cruise. Um, Wouldn't cruise. I don't know. I don't know. I've I've never done a cruise. The the idea of it does not appeal to me. But also, I would love to know what the itinerary is for these band cruises. What what's I don't yeah I don't know what's what's the price. What am I doing every day? I'm not the type of guy who's like, I really want to be isolated with people who like the same music as me. And uh, I want to be surrounded by water. <laughs> These are my two kinks. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know that there's any anything that would draw me like that. I'd go on a music cruise in a second. Yeah, Jesse, you've, you have cruised. You've cruised for fun and leisure. I've had... Not only have I paid to go on a cruise as a participant in a cruise, uh, I've promoted, I've had, I've put on two different theme cruises. Mm-hmm. Uh, many years ago, we had a Max Fun cruise called BoatParty.biz, the Atlantic Ocean Comedy and Music Festival. And 
It was a fucking great time. I'm not, look, if you're talking about who loves cruises and you're pointing out their like cultural characteristics, I don't think you would land on me. As a non-drinker who enjoys urban adventure travel and, uh, you know, what it turns out, all you have to do is like soft serve. If you like soft serve, you're going to fucking love cruises because you get unlimited soft serve. It's dangerous. It's fucking tremendous. At every level, you don't need to like go platinum or like (laughs) all levels get sweet or something. All levels get the soft serve. You have to pay extra if you want as many drinks as you can drink or whatever. But if you want as much soft serve as you can, there is one of the decks has a soft serve machine that's always on and always available to you. It's incredible. But that the, is incredible. What happens, Joe, is Always like, on, always available. Sounds like my man Wee Willy Winky. And <laughs> now we're talking to him. Uh, that guy's <laughs> a hard as a stone fruit, if you know what I mean. I don't. Um, okay, now I'll, I'll explain <laughs> it later, Joe. Um, what Basically what happens on the cruise is, I haven't ever been, our friend Jonathan Colton has a huge cruise, uh, Joko Cruise Crazy, which I, I haven't ever actually ever been on. But you basically- the cruise is like the least demanding vacation ever, the most vacation-y vacation ever. So the the ship goes to places where there's like a beautiful beach or, you know, you can do paragliding or whatever. But mostly you just read a book, go in a warm pool, play some basketball, have some soft serve, whatever. And if that was the whole cruise it would get old pretty fast. But what's nice about the theme cruise is then a fun thing happens. So like on boatparty.biz, we had, I think it was four nights or something like that. And we had, you know, we had stand-up shows and music shows. And then in the afternoon, we'd, you know, there's like, you'd have a little extra thing, you know, like a, a little panel where you can ask people about something or you have a little theme party uh, or, you know, just, just fun mm-hmm. stuff to mix people together. And uh, it's a pretty good time. And there's a lot. I mean, there's really a lot of fucking, I think. I would uh, hope so, right? You know, that just seems like a perfect time and place for it. Right, because it's so low demand. You know what I mean? You're just like, well, might as well fuck it. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. What um, you're describing seems a lot of fun especially because of the the variety aspect of it right in so you're not un, not unlike the shows you you produce you you have a wide array of comedians and musicians involved what i'm curious is when you have it centered around just one thing just well, one well they band. bring their friends joe right but if it's a band like do do they bring i mean i, I guess i have seen that some bands have brought comedians like i'm curious like how far outside of the kind of world do you reach if you are a, a well joe 11 think about the gathering of the junk loves okay as hold, i do uh, often <laughs> yeah hold that in your mind and heart if you think what is the gathering of the juggalos is this just five insane clown posse concerts in a row we already saw that show well of course of course that wouldn't be any fun even with the special bridge where you can buy any drug what okay. the gathering of the juggalo is is it's a collection of events around the spirit of juggaloness, and that's what the best of these cruises I think would be is 
sure. There's a there's an insane clown posse concert. Maybe there's an acoustic insane clown posse concert as well. Or maybe they uh they do an all B sides concert. Acapella. They do an acapella concert. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the thing. Do the insane clown do the insane clown posse bring rockapella? Do they bring pentatonics? It Probably. would be it would be a thing where like you wouldn't be surprised if you saw them on the lineup. Yeah. But they have, you know, at the Gathering of the Juggalos, they have a big professional wrestling match that our sure. friend Colt Cabana wrestles at. They have, you know, they get uh, Ice Cube and Andrew WK to come. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess what I'm curious about, though, you know, the Juggalos, the Insane Clown Posse, that's like a very established community. Right. But for some of these cruises where it where it is, say, Creed right. or a band that like I am not I don't maybe I don't know about mm. the strength of their community the way that I do I know about you know the the Juggalo Brotherhood sure the number of times that I've been down or blue and I've reached out to my fellow Creed freaks <laughs> that's good that's yeah. very good um <laughs> just to ask for their support or ask if they have a van I can borrow. Asking, can you take to me move higher? Sofa. Right. Um, <laughs> ask what? Yeah, like at the Creed Cruise, is there just like, is there just like a presentation on patio furniture, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean. Durable if, patio furniture. If you, if you think that, what if you end up with fucking... Green Day style patery, pa- patio furniture, or you you end up with semi sonic style sure. <laughs> patio furniture. Mm-hmm. Like if you're a if you're a Creed freak like me, there's only one kind of patio furniture that's going to cut the mustard. Um, I did a little reading on uh, reading up on musical cruises today. Uh, of mm-hmm. course, I went on the website uh, cruisemummy.co.uk. Sure. And if That's, Cruise mm-hmm. Mummy is out there, good luck in your battle against Cruise Dracula. <laughs> and um, congratulations on creating your Gesamtkunstwerk. Right. Um, there are, we, we did briefly get a Cruise Mummy that was going to be a part of the Universal Monsters right. extended yeah. universe. That was yeah. going to be uh, in phase three. <laughs> we, no, we, we, got, we got Tom Cruise as the mummy. Oh, oh my God, Joe. We did. We, I mean, I'm not, I'm not here riffing. I'm right. here to tell the truth. Right. We did <laughs> get to have, fact. we didn't get any more cruise mummy though, sadly. Yeah. What could, what could have been? Um, but here are three, here are three cruises from the cruisemummy.com music cruise list. Could I you read just- a few more cruises? After you do these three, can you do three from the frasermummy.com? <laughs> I will, yeah. Um I want to hear from you which one you would most want to go on. If gun to your head, you got to go on one of these cruises. Which one do you want to go on? And then which one do you think is the most expensive? Oh, I have great. the prices here. Mm. Okay. So we're talking about m- money expensive. Money expensive. Not just like emotional energy or Right. Got it. Uh emo's not dead. Proof that emo, prove that emo, I'm 
correcting their spelling here. Uh, proof that emo music wasn't just a phase with this rocking cruise that is headlined by Dashboard Confessional and Under Oath, as well as uh, featuring Newfound Glory, Plain White Tees, and others. You can even challenge members of Under Oath in an appropriately named game, I Hate My Family Feud. Uh, let me just say, solid. Quick quick note, Plain yeah. White Tees kind of sticks out as not uh, part of the established uh, genre, but it does a, it does a little bit. Right. Again, I emo's a little murky for me. It's never one that I got into, and I know it's it's a broad tent. But the plain white tees, I don't see it. And I don't see. I it bought tickets to the emo cruise, but just to see the Yin Yang Twins, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, the Malt Shop Memories Cruise, the good old I'm days in. can salt. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have the, phosphates? The good old days can be found sailing the Caribbean on the Malt Shop Memories Cruise, set to take aboard the decks of Holland America's Neo Amsterdam. The 50s and 60s music cruise will set sail from Fort Lauderdale to Aruba uh, with four days at sea. Favorites from a bygone era set to perform include Paul Anka, The Temptations, Little Anthony, Jay and the Americans, The Letterman, Al Jardine, founding member of the Beach Boys, Darlene Love, the Bronx Wanderers, and more. Highlights among the ship events range from a senior prom and sock hop to game shows and karaoke. Little Anthony is there, but the Imperials, no Imperials. are dead. Long They're gone. Fucking dead. They were thrown overboard for taking too much shrimp. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You can have so much shrimp. Uh, electronic dance music fans, 21 and older, can turn up to this early uh, in early 2024 to... The Groove Cruise, um, sailing on Norwegian's cruise lines, private island, uh, sailing to Norwegian cruise lines, private island, Great Stirrup K in the Bahamas. Groove Cruise departs from Miami, uh, and you'll see Tiesto, Diplo, and John Summit, plus a remarkable list of dance music stars such as Ali and Fila, Boris, Craig Connolly, Disco Lines, Haleen, and Joel Corey. I mean, that's 10 of my favorite names I've never heard before. (laughs) There are uh, fun theme party nights, fo- uh, nights focusing on everything from an 80s prom to fire and ice. Off the dome, which cruise are you going on and which one do you think is the most expensive? I'm going to go on the Malt Shop Memories cruise. Okay. I will be joining Jesse on the Malt Shop Memory cruise. I mean, I think, I don't know who's in the Temptations in 2023, but I bet <laughs> they put on a good show. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like Joey Temptation, Johnny Tenta- Temptation, CJ Temptation. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Eddie Kendricks the third or whatever. He might not have the voice that Grandpa had, but you know he's he can still do the moves. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just you turn you turn over your temptations. I mean, I I saw I saw the Village People recently, and you know it's mostly people who were not Village People at one point. But you know some of these bands, you can just uh, bring in a new class and yeah. Throw a construction worker outfit on him. Yeah, certain bands, it's easier to uh, <laughs> to keep the the character going. But I mean, at the end of the day, like you got a chance to go see Darlene Love. That's going to be fucking great. Sure, that's a, that alone worth the yeah. price of admission. You yeah. know what I mean? I think I'm joining you guys on the Malt Shop Cruise. Uh, also, pro- probably maybe uh, something that happens a lot on the Malt Shop Cruise: someone sidles up to you and whispers a racist joke. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that seems like, likely. Whis- whispers if you're lucky. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think the mall shop cruise is the is the best opportunity to truly demonstrate this year's Jordan Jesse Go slogan: "Pussy still good." Pussy still good. A lot of like if you're mm-hmm. out there banging around on the 
on the malt shop cruise. Congratulations. You're living the dream. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're not a grandma or a grandpa. If you could, yeah, if you can outfuck the EDM cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Hopefully, you know. I think you know I'm I'm familiar with the the level of sexual activity that happens in retirement communities, right. uh, and you know I I think it's uh, I think it's a very real possibility. If if there was a world where the these two cruises could happen on different decks of the same ship, and there could just mm. be an ever expanding fuck meter, yeah, I then, think that's a great idea. The most expensive. What was the first one? Uh, emo cruise. Oh, the emo cruise is the most expensive one, in my opinion, because that's think... the people who are really riding the, the their, you know, they're in that fat, juicy money part of their life. Mm. Joe, what See, do you think? I feel like the the emo uh, crowd is, are millennials, and they were never never able to really uh, acquire mm. the wealth. Oh, right, because fucking avocado toast. Yes, yeah, that's what I'm saying, right. yeah. If only they yeah. didn't go to freaking Starbucks to get their damn lattes all the time. Yeah, make your own latte. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> that's hilarious. <laughs> Thank you so much. I've been running it at the comedy store every Joe. Um, No, but I, I, th- I do think the EDM, I just feel like there are a lot of people with a lot of disposable income who love EDM and DJs like going to Vegas and spending a ton of money to go nuts with this. So my guess is the EDM. uh, Joe, had you heard of any of those acts on the EDM cruise? Uh, Diplo. I'm familiar with, I'm familiar with the name Diplo. Wait, Diplo was on the EDM cruise? Yeah. Yeah. I've heard of Diplo too. I'm switching to EDM. (laughs) The only thing that can make us wrong is that, is that old people are rich and they would pay a lot to go see the temptations. But if, if Diplo's there, did they mention if there's Duplo? Uh, no, just Legos. So oh, watch okay. out! Watch out! Bring in, bring in littler kids because uh, they can swallow they can Diplo. Choke. Yeah, they could choke. <laughs> you don't want to choke on Diplo. Yeah. Um, you guys ready for the answer? Please. Yeah. Uh, emo cruise. Of course, there's there's ranges here, so I'm taking the cheapest cabin on all of these. But you mm-hmm. know, if you want to upgrade to you know I whatever can, captain's can I have the nice portal cabin? or whatever, huh? Since you're taking the cheap cabin, can I have a nice one? Yeah, sure. You're you're fine. I oh, want a window and everything. The yeah, the captain's portal is yours. Thank you. Uh, but these are all the these are all the least expensive cabins on all these. Emo Cruise starts at nine hundred ninety dollars. Okay, that's a good value. EDM Cruise starts at fifteen hundred dollars. Holy cow! Okay. Malt Shop Cruise two thousand six hundred ninety nine dollars. That's the cheapest. That's birth? the cheapest. It starts at two thousand six hundred ninety nine dollars. Do you Boy. get to suck off a temptation? <laughs> no, you. Uh, yeah, ooh, one of uh, one of the Americans, Jay and the Americans. So. <laughs> okay, can suck off well, one of those you know, fellers. You know, Paul Anko. Hey, um, give listen, me a I gotta, I gotta take care of an American real quick. You want to take a break and then come back for more? We'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. 
Jordan, I saw that there's a new episode of Shooting the Breeze for members of Maximum Fun. Yes, uh, very exciting. John Hodgman and I, uh, once a year-ish, do a a single episode of a cheese-based podcast for all the folks who support Maximum Fun. And uh, this is really cool. Uh, so we we love doing this. It's super stupid. It's super fun. We both love cheese. We've both worked in cheese shops, and it's uh, uh, one of the more fun, dumb, recurring Max Fun traditions. Um, there's a new episode uh, up in the Max Fun bonus feed, uh, and including some episodes of this show that we recorded live at the Rock Rose Gallery here in L.A. So a lot of fun, Boco. Uh, the, the, the fun thing about this episode of Shooting the Breeze. B-R-I-E-S, is that uh, in the in the episode we were talking about how there's like not enough cheese-based songs. John mentioned that there is a song by uh, the singer-songwriter Robin Hitchcock um, called The Cheese Alarm. Um, and then we kind of, it's that started a running joke about how we should play it on the show, but also maybe we can't afford it. And so when the time came to edit and release the episode... Hodgman just emailed Robin Hitchcock. <laughs> he just had the email. And Robin Hitchcock said, sure, you can use the song, but then looked into it more and d- saw that it was more complicated than that. So Robin Hitchcock just went into the studio and recorded a special version of that song that you can only hear in that fucking podcast. Sh- you're fucking shitting me. No, it totally happened. Yeah, it it absolutely happened. <laughs> so Robin Hitchcock, very cool about that. Um, so yeah, this was a really, really fun, uh, it's such a fun little tradition. Um, MaximumFun.org slash join, you can hear that, and all the other weird, dumb, goofy, random stuff we're putting in there. Jordan, Amy Mann wrote a song about your cat. Yes. And Robin Hitchcock did a Taylor's version of a cheese song for mm-hmm. your cheese podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty soon we'll uh we'll be able to press press some vinyl records out of all the <laughs> out of all the uh, exclusive songs we've gotten uh folks to do. Okay. Uh thanks members of Maximum Fun. If you want to hear all that you can become a member at maximumfund.org slash join. And if you're already a member, go take a listen. Uh, if Especially if you haven't noticed, we have uh, we, we can make custom feeds for your bonus content now for members. So uh, yeah, go, go log feature. into your account and you can make yourself a little feed for just the shows you want. This episode of Jordan Jesse Go also brought to you by the folks at Wild Grain. Um, wow. Wild Grain, yes, the first ever Bake from Frozen subscription box for sourdough breads, fresh pastas, and artisanal pastries. Uh, Jesse, we love these guys, right? I made a bolognese the other day. Mm-hmm. I, I happened to have some fresh frozen wild grain pasta on hand. Ooh, that was nice. Ooh, yeah, the wild grain you know, pasta is really tasty. Have I told you what my favorite meal is? Like no, my number one I'm favorite meal? Your favorite meal. Sometimes I I'll have the wild grain sourdough in my freezer. Mm-hmm. And it's really good. And I will roast marrow bones, slice bread, cook and slice bread. I mean the the wild grain it it's uh goes from goes from frozen to ready 25 minutes. So I put it in the put it in the oven, take it out of the oven, 
roast some marrow bones, put a pile of arugula next to it. Bing, bang, boom. That's my literally my favorite meal. Oh my gosh. Because uh, the I, bread's so fucking good. It's great bread. Uh, I am a huge fan of uh, coffee and pastry in the morning. That's my uh, one of my favorite things on this whole entire planet. Um, you know, you can go in there, those expensive coffee shops, and give them an arm and a leg for a, for a what have you. Um, but it's so much fun making coffee at home and then throwing a couple of wild grain croissants into the oven uh, makes the whole house smell like croissants and you get to have one hot and fresh uh, that you made yourself really really tasty they got some chocolate croissants in there too a lot of great pastry options the bread the pasta wild grain stuff is so so good and now you can fully customize your wild grain box so you can get any combination of breads pastas pastries if you want a box of all bread all pasta, all pastries. Great news, buddy. You can have it. Plus, for a limited time, you can get $30 off the first box, plus free croissants in every box when you go to wildgrain.com slash JJGo to start your subscription. You heard me. Free croissants in every box and $30 off your first box when you go to wildgrain.com slash JJGo. That's wildgrain.com slash JJGo. Or you can use promo code JJGo at checkout. We're also supported this week by the folks at nuts.com. Ooh, we get good, we get good good sponsors this week. Yeah. I, I love my I mean, Jordan, all all that we ever talk about is how we love the bourbon pecans. Yeah, it's the bourbon pecans we really are great. Do. <laughs> I we had really a, do. Yeah, I had a quarter of a bag of bourbon pecans uh, before we started the record. They are real good. But, you know, I'm always thrilled to have some nice dried mango ready to go. It's terrific. Dried, man- dried mango is my favorite. With all due respect, look, they have other dried fruits. But with all due, due respect to the others, they're garbage compared to dried mango, which is the king of dried fruits. And sometimes you just need a little treat, but you want it to come in the in a natural form uh, with a little chew to it, a little, a little uh, mm-hmm. s- substance to it. Get some get some natural energy. Take the edge off your hunger. Dried mango. That's where it's at. Yeah. Uh, they got all kinds of stuff over there at nuts.com. Cashews, almonds, pecans, crystallized ginger, jelly beans, root beer barrels. Anything you can you anything you want to snack on, they got over at nuts.com. It's your one stop shop for freshly roasted nuts, dried fruits, sweets, pantry staples like specialty flowers, and more. Right now, Nuts.com is offering new customers a free gift with purchase and free shipping on orders of $29 or more at Nuts.com slash JJGo. So go check out all the delicious options at Nuts.com slash JJGo. You'll receive a free gift and free shipping when you spend $29 or more. That's Nuts.com slash JJGo. Hey, Jesse, while people are ordering products online, can I suggest one more before we get back to the show? I don't know. I mean, we got to get back to the show. It would have to be we something really important, like okay. if one of their heroes had a new book coming out. Okay, so I'll I'll say what it is, and uh, Matt, if you don't think this is uh, good enough, go ahead, cut it out of the show. I'll talk a little bit more about this uh, on the show in the uh, coming weeks and months, but I wrote a new graphic novel. It is coming out next year. It is called Youth Group. It is illustrated by the wonderful... 
fantastic genius, Bowen McGurdy, who does the fantastic Spectre Inspector series that perhaps uh, you've seen on the shelves of your local comic book store. Yeah, Youth Group. It is a YA horror comedy about a bunch of teenage exorcists. It is set in one of the goofy youth groups that I grew up in. And uh, yeah, it's got a bunch of jokes. It's got a bunch of friendship. It's got a little romance, and it's up for pre-order now. Pre-orders, man, they really really, really help books. So if that sounds like something you'd like to read, get on over there to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, bookshop.org, or, uh, yeah, wherever you pre-order books. Youth Group, check it out. It's coming out next year. And, uh, yeah, if you pre-order it at your local indie, please let me know where that is. I'm going to be shouting them out on the show in the uh, in the coming weeks and months. So yeah, if you want to get a little promo for your favorite local indie bookstore, uh, just let me know where you pre-ordered Youth Group and uh, yeah, they'll get a little shout out. I've decided that that wasn't important enough. No, that th- yeah, cool, cool, no, cool, cool. Yeah, good call, good call, good call. Yeah, good Matt, call. Thanks, no, Matt. Thank you, thank you. Don't cut it out. Don't it's cut important. it out. Youth Group. People need to know to pre-order Youth okay. Group. Okay. It's Your a funeral. We'll be back in just a second. Oh, no. <laughs> Jordan, Jessica. Oh, no. And we have to find out somehow. <laughs> it's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Joe Quazala, Mr. Captain, Mister Captain Solid. Don't here I am. Mister Captain's a really stick good one. Yeah, just just land it right there and uh, drive it home. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> just pound it out because that's a that's mm-hmm. a rock solid nickname, Mister Captain. I mean, it sounds like a it sounds like a Euro dance band of some kind. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, like where there's a there's there's like a one American rapper and he's yeah. they like found him on the military base. And then you know what I mean? And then it like later you like, oh remember Mr. Captain from like nineteen ninety one? Oh They're yeah. Nazis. And it's like <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say like, oh yeah, one of those guys produced every Taylor Swift song. Yeah. But the Nazi thing is uh, funnier and better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it's the guy from the national that produces all the Taylor Swift oh, songs. Oh yeah. He's a Nazi? Yeah, that guy's a fucking Nazi. Oh, I should, you should. It's the name, I mean, the kinda, national. Yeah, kind of uh, suggests yeah. that. It suggests that that yeah. that the, he cut off the rest of you know. Sure. Yeah. There was more how you would describe the Nazi party. There was yeah. more to the name. Can we uh, get briefly back into this uh, Gestuntensvirk or whatever it was called? I closed the window. What, what did I say it was called? <sighs> I don't know, man. Okay, I'm gonna put Wagner invented it. He was a Nazi, I think, wasn't oh, he? A little bit of a Nazi. What a fun, what a fun theme. We've talked about Universal's abandoned dark universe a couple times, <laughs> and of course, uh, you know those guys. Gesamtkunstwerk, right? Gesamtkunstwerk. So, when you're creating art, uh, which I love to create art, mm-hmm. um, it's really important to kind of look and think. Like, what do I have to say? What motivates me? What am I passionate about, right? And for me, I thought a lot. I thought about my wife and my family. I thought about my children, my uh, my parents, my, my wife's parents. Beautiful like all, people all. All these things I thought about. Look, I, th- I thought about uh, how much I love uh, listing baseball players from mm-hmm. – the late 1980s and early 1990s, you mm-hmm. know, Scotty Gerelt, 
And um, I thought about all those things. I do love all of those things. But the thing that I love most of all is seasonal stone fruit. Right. So I spent a lot of time at the Pasadena Farmer's Market. See you there once in a while, Jordan. Um, great place to spot stars. Mm-hmm. And during the summer months, sometimes pluots are available there. Um, and I love pluots. This is something we've covered on the show before, sure, how much yeah, I love pluots specifically, even though I don't, I'm not crazy about apricots, but it turns out that apricots make plums better. No one knows how, but that's how it goes. It's pluot season right now. And when I see the pluots in the farmer's market, I think to myself, oh, the pluots are back. Which for me, and I think probably for most people listening, immediately makes them think of the Nas album track from his unreleased songs album, Do Rags. Because uh, that song, the do rags are back, is out is the refrain there. So the pluots are back. Of course, it's same totally... syllable, same amount of syllables. Mm. Yeah. So, like a lot of people, um, as I'm choosing my stone fruit, fruit, I'm in my head writing parody raps about the stone fruit. Um, but obviously, I'm not a rapper. I'm a lot of things. I'm a lover, mm. uh, joker. Midnight Toker, right. <laughs> you know, mm. but I'm, I'm not a rapper. Not a just, smoker though. No, I'm not a smoker. That's a good point. But no, some people just do gummies. call I you. I stick with gummies. Maurice? Weep <laughs> <No. laughs> Um, But it just so happens that Jordan, you and I have a friend who is a rapper. Mm-hmm. We have a few, look, we got a few friends who are rappers. I'm not talking about open Mike Eagle here. I'm talking about a friend of ours from college. And that's our friend Ashcon. So I've invited Ashcon on to Jordan Jesse Go today, back on to Jordan Jesse Go. It's been many years since Ashcon has joined us here. Um, and he and I are are basically here to share what art can be. Mm, yes. Does, does that make mm, sense? Mm-hmm, what art mm, can well, be? Mm, well. So wow. Ashcon, first of all, Ashcon joining us from his home in Oakland. Welcome back to Jordan Jesse Go, Ashcon. Oh, thank you so much. It's so nice to be back. It's a joy. It's a joy, as always, to have the legendary Ash Kesey on our show. Uh, the man what you, behind what hits, have you been up to since 2017 or whenever? <laughs> oh yeah. God, I think more. I think longer ago than that. Gotta really. be. Yeah, maybe like 2012. <laughs> yeah. Why, uh, yeah. Um, what the hell have I been doing? Um, you got a baby, right? I have a I have a baby, 11 oh months old. Yeah. Well, congrats. Uh, so it's thank a fun you. Age. Yeah, new dad, um, which has been awesome and tiring and and great. Um, Any new orgies or anything? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, there's the new dad orgy, of course. Right. They, yeah, I, they say I it's did, they say it's I, called Jimboree. <laughs> That's uh-huh. the code. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh man, I was listening. I, I had some moment where I was listening back to. Uh, the old uh, episodes back in the day in your apartment and you know yeah. um man i was in a place I, y- yeah. you guys were you guys <laughs> were good a wild to me. life it was wild times i was like wow you this doesn't sound this doesn't sound healthy or sustainable <laughs> <laughs> well the good news is now you're a parent you've already 
you've already been through, look, we all go through periods in our life, a period where we're getting our master's degree, a period where we're sort of sucking the juices from life, where where we're living out of control like a Mm. madman, Mm. a period where we uh, co-host a show on a local cable sports channel. Um, a period, a period where we appear in industrial musicals, um, Mm. on Broadway, uh, and then a period where we return home, the prodigal son, uh, to acquire house plants. I love, I love that. I love that breakdown. That is, it's just the, it's just the typical life journey. Am Um, I misremembering that you were in an industrial musical? No, that's, that's right. I don't know necessarily about the industrial uh, label, but I like it. I was like, why not? But yeah, I, I was, I did some musical theater in New York. I was doing music out there, was out there for about seven years. Uh, came back just before the pandemic um, in Oakland now and making music still. Um, teaching and directing theater up at a, ho- a high school in Oakland. Oh, hey, cool. Yeah. And um, yeah. Had a baby, no. recording your occasional pluot rap, and so just, Ashkan, yeah. let's talk. Let's talk about this. Yeah, let's you've, do it. You've been a rapper for a long time. I mean, what are we talking about? Since the late nineties, probably, right? I, that's accurate. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you've done a lot of rapping, and I would imagine that most of the during most of that time, you've written your own raps. That's that's right. Because you're a writer, not a biter. Mm. What's it like to have? like a really special artist write a rap for you? Like you know, someone who's even more talented than you at writing. <laughs> uh, it's an, it's an honor and a privilege. And um, yeah, it just allows me to, to tap more deeply into the, you know, Pasadena the, farmer's market. Yeah. The artisanal organic, right. you know, qualities of the form. Have you ever rapped before about fruit? Oh, I'm sure I have at some point, but not um, not in a way that I think, you know, captured the level of depth that your penmanship was able to offer. I'm going to be frank with you, Jordan. I originally wrote this rap thinking that I was going to record the rap myself. Mm-hmm. And I have a microphone. I got a computer. I know how to record raps. I mean, I don't know how to rap, but I know how to record raps. And I'm like, I'm going to write this rap so it is syllables for syllable uh, matches Nas's flow on this record because otherwise I'm going to get lost. It is really hard to rap. I try, <laughs> I tried to record the raps and I failed badly. So this is so you decided to you know you wrote this song you decided it wasn't for you. That's just what happened with uh, Mr. Captain and Shake It Off. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Had to see on Mr. Captain's comeback album. Passed it off. Joined the Nazi party. <laughs> joined the never Nazi heard, party. Never heard from him ever again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ashcon, this song is called Blue Watts. Is there anything you'd like to share with us about the recording process or? No, it was, it was, uh, it was hard. Actually, it was kind of, it was hard. I was uh, here in my room trying to just knock it out and, you know, during nap time, just like see if I could bang it out. Yeah. And, classic um, rap shit. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I I will say it was a lot of fun and it's been a while since I have uh, written or recorded any raps. And I was like, 
maybe I felt a little inspiration, Jesse. I, I can't lie. It, you know, it, yeah. it, it gave no, I me, understand completely. Yeah. You know, it was fun. I was inspired too. I mean, I wrote this rap, you know, um, Matt, before we play Pluots, do you think you could dial up YouTube and just give us a little taste of the Nas song, Do Rags? Yeah, you got it. I'll dial up YouTube. <laughs> One just dial that up. Nas. No. I'm t- use the dial on your computer. I am. Adjust the rabbit ears if it's not coming in clearly. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Here's a little bit okay. of Nas Do Rags. They're from the, from the album The Lost Tapes. Yes. Mm. This is an ad for the nun. Okay. The nun too. Got it. Because I thought this. This, this is an ad for real therapy. Betterhelp.com. Are they a sponsor? They have been. Uh, they have been. Yeah. All right. So well, thanks to them. Everybody should get into therapy. I won't talk shit. Listen, just go to the nun.com slash Jordan Jesse Go. Offer code Jordan Jesse Go and get two free nuns. Yeah. You don't know. But they're haunted. Okay. Here's Nas. Pushing drop tops, Stacy Lattice all tapes. The 80s had us all apes. Youngest gorillas up the bat and home plate. That was an uncanny era. Guns in my pants, yeah. X Clan head with dreads at the top of my fade. Homicide of feds on the block where I play. I mean, obviously, yeah, already sure, yeah. you can tell yeah. why. After this, um, can we all put on another one, bites the dust, and then another one rides the bus? <laughs> yeah, I think that would be. I think that's a good idea. And then, of course, the chorus is the do rags are back, fitted hats, snorkels, and furs. The do rags are back, fitted hats, snorkels, and furs. Like a salad bus is still packed. What's the word? So, I mean, in a, in a lot of ways, I think it would be fair to say that it would be, it would be insane for me not to write this rap. You know what I mean? Like, given that I was sure. looking at Pluots and I, and given that song exists. It's just, so, one of, it's just a matter of who's getting to it first, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, Ashcon, we should mention that um, we couldn't find an instrumental of this song other than just like one of those guys on YouTube that like says like, look, I remade this beat. <laughs> That's correct. So this is a pretty janky version of the beat. It's not, it's not, it's good enough. Yeah. It's come back. Sorry, that's more, there's more ads. <laughs> I do want to kind of want to hear the rest of the Nun trailer. I haven't decided. <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay, well, too bad because we're going to play the Pluot okay. song now. All right. Oh, that's great. I told Ashcon he could keep in his ad libs. Turn down the lights. So this is just the intro again. This is just a guy remade the beat, his uh. keyboard or whatever. Pushing hot crops, a spree in Delaware grapes, plus a stand with some crepes. Farmer's market got me eating so great, men singing Guantanamera. Edge of the stands, white guy with roster hair, dreads he shouldn't have made. Nope. Hand drums and kids in the spot where he plays. That's when I knew that I was here for a cause. Because, why? Because I needed some zucchini. Guy with a pile, and I knew that he could see me. I know you see me, Cause dog. yo, I used to eat lasagna, Totino's treats. Watching cartoons, sipping sodas in my mom's home, then out in the streets, the snack store. Gatorades, Pringles, and combos. Snacking on candy, corny treats, and almond joy bars. Uh. Pulling tricks in costume, straight up Halloween clothes. Eating sweet flaws, big hunk rappers stacked up in big rows. So with 
them years ago. We eat fresh fruit and veg now, and local produce here though. So the pluets are back, peaches stacked, fruit is yours. Farmers market basket still packed. What's the word? The vendors stay vending, spitting their words, and I'm still enjoying life's ride one more time. The pluets are back, peaches stacked, fruit is yours. Farmers market basket still packed. What's the word? The vendors stay vending, spitting their words, and I'm still enjoying life's ride, right? Jesse, Max, Ashcon, Ashcon. Obviously, you've recorded your own albums. I, I saw some uh, pictures of you working on your own music in the studio uh, just recently. Um, but this is yeah. probably the best thing you could ever make, right? There's no way that this could really be topped. Yeah, that's I correct. Mean, it, it, I wrote an entire verse of a song. It did. I every time I, I see a song parody. Mm-hmm. By someone other than Weird Al, right? I always think to myself, song parodists, you don't have to do the whole song. You right. don't have to do the whole mm. song. And I think I, you know, I was prepared to <laughs> sit through three and a half minutes of something. I'm like, this is a passion project, but you, you, it was, it was fun. You got in, you got out. It did. I mean, it did what it said on the about, box. It's about having a positive message. Sure. Like a lot of like Joe, you do comedy, but a lot of it has mm-hmm. negative messages. Right. Yeah, specifically mine is it's it's it gets pretty dark, and I tell people to do things that are are pretty evil. If I can be bold, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So for me, do it's they more often about, do it? Do they often leave the club and do evil? Yeah, you know, and I lead them. We go to a second right. location. <laughs> it's uh, you know, it's part of the comedy scene. Sure. Right. Like a like a like a church or. What's the second location, for example? I mean, you could Graveyard? call it a church. It's really more of an open field. There oh, are, right, sure. But there but are things baptisms using there blood are. where you are yes. born anew. Jordan right. understands, yes. Okay. We, uh, you know, rich, a ritual sure. is, certainly is practiced. But, right, uh, so obviously this is like this is just traditional stand-up comedy. This goes back to Bob Newhart. Yes! And oh, my goodness. Yes. Sales. Richard Pryor, yes. yes. Carlin, mm. yes. All the all the greats, really. You right, know, I yeah. mean, it's, this is nothing new. I mean, you talk to a lot of comedians. I'm sure this comes up every time. Tell yes, us all this time. Show. Tell us all time. You know, you spill tell them, blood from a goat. Yes, come come with me if I believe all all these things. And you know, you you go to the second location. You know, and it's yeah, you, you you continue the bit. Right. I feel like all of cable television in the 1980s was just a brick wall. Right. A knife a ch- and a goat. A ch- a chalice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. It was baptism really through pain <laughs> featuring a woman in a blue blazer with huge shoulder pads. You're like, all right, young Kathy Griffin, mm-hmm. you're doing a good job. I'm not going to, but yeah. Yeah. Do you have to bring out the guillotine every time? It's like, we get yeah. it. For me, it's more about fre- eating, eating fresh or an organic right. foods, not just eating candy and stuff. Beautiful, beautiful message. Um, That's really sweet. Yeah, and hopefully this is a, you know, do you have, you know, do you have another fruit or vegetable themed hip hop parody in the, you know, could this be part of a concept album? I don't know. Is this for me or for Jesse? I mean, we could talk, Jesse. Yeah, I think Ashcon and I have to come work on some business stuff. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Because I, when I talked to him before, he said he wanted he said he wanted a piece of the publishing, and I said I wrote the fucking song. Whoa, you know, you really, it's like, are we really going to talk about this right now on air? 
I don't see why we wouldn't talk about it right now on air. We got to get this fucking sorted out. And the reality is that I wrote this fucking song and that's what the publishing is for. Okay. So 50% okay. of the publishing goes to me. 50% goes to a, a 20-year-old uh, Vietnamese person with a keyboard who makes <laughs> YouTube videos recreating the beats in old rap songs. Yeah. And Ash Keezy gets the short end of the stick, just like always. I Do gave I, you $20. Ethan- <laughs> I will. Let me put it this way. I I will will. give you $20. (laughs) I'm willing in future at some point to stop by your place in Oakland and give you a sawbuck. Do you think uh, you would want to do one about corn called Shuck the Police? Hmm? Do you think you can? Jordan, this is why about corn called Chuck the Police. So, Jordan, I Jesse, you think you would want to do one about corn called Chuck the Police? No. Because what is that? Where did the police come in? It's distracting. Okay, chuck the corn maybe, but corn. But you'd say <laughs> well, we've it like, lost right, it. Well, now we've lost chuck it. the corn. <laughs> now we've lost it, guys. No, yeah. I think Joe, you you stick to to uh, blood ceremonies <laughs> and other kind of classic forms of comedy. Of, uh, I'll do a, my thing. <laughs> I'll do my thing, Joe. Okay. Fair. My no, thing fair. Is, we have to stay in, in our respective lanes. My thing is fruit wrap with Ashcon $20 final <laughs> out the door. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Under the table. Uh, well, Hey, congratulations on Thank achieving you. artistic greatness. Um, hey, we have a momentous occasion. We do, in the yeah. yeah. This is this is momentous, and and it's a segment that we do. So why don't we uh, why don't we play this call? The nun two. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no trailer again. That's the fucking nun again, man. The nun two is coming I can't out. Can't decide or... if I want to see this movie. All right, there it is. I gotta watch this whole see. trailer. Hi, Jordan, Jesse, and miraculous guest. Uh, from Chicago calling in with another momentous occasion. Um, I just got, uh, or I guess I just left my uh, first BDSM dungeon sex party. Uh, and I had a great time. Uh, went for, uh, looks like two and a half hours straight. But it kept going, but I got to do shit tomorrow. So, woohoo! Anyway, thanks. Love you guys. Bye. Love you too. Love you too. Um, Love you too. At first, I thought yeah. she said, "I got to douche it yeah. tomorrow." I mean, that to too, be fair, potentially. Yeah, but I like the idea. Man, I miss the good old days. Vaginal cleanliness is so important. You've been saying this. Yeah, I. I mean, I'll, I'll say it again. I'll, I'll shout it from the rooftops. Vaginal cleanliness real important. You're not on a rooftop, Jordan. You're right there in your office. No, but the, what is a pod, what is he a would. podcast but a modern rooftop? Jesse? <laughs> Not a digital rooftop, right? <laughs> rooftop we don't have we don't com. have the town square anymore. You know, we have this. We have the digital town square. A big problem I've been having is that I've I do have several podcasts, mm-hmm. but there is no fucking roof on my house. Right. <laughs> Um, what to do about this? This is, you know, this is this is this is a treat. Uh, I'll, you know, I'll I'll be honest. Listen, I think we I think we have ebbs and flows when it comes to call quality. You know, not trying to 
you know, slight all the fine folks who called in saying that they saw a bumper sticker. Um, <laughs> right. You know, we love those people. We, we think they're great. We're glad they Some of they these called. bumper stickers are confusing. Some of the bumper stickers are weird. And, you know, you know, did it lead to some good conversation? No, it never does. But <laughs> right. we, we, we thank them for calling Absolutely. about the weird bumper sticker. But I mean, I think this, you know, I think this couldn't have happened on a better day. You know, Ashcon is back, a classic guest. And we get a classic, I just did some sex shit call. And that's, yeah. it's kind of beautiful, right? It's really nice. And very and chipper. That's Very identity. chipper. Yes. Love the I really dude. appreciate that. Hopefully that is demystifying for people who are who think that it might be a little too intense or, right, right. or, or brooding. Like the, 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 what conjures to the mind when you hear the word dungeon, you know, <laughs> right. is, is so scary. Sure. You know, but a, a, a skeleton attitude. chained to a wall. Yeah. These, these are the <laughs> images we associate with dungeons famously. Right. Um, but the attitude. That's why I went woman, to the party. Well, yeah, I've always wanted to fuck one of those skeletons. <laughs> really try. They see a lot of holes when they see the skeleton. And they're, they're ready to oh, fill, yeah. fill her up. As yeah. well. oh, a spider's coming out of that one. <laughs> I'll stick my dick in the other rib. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. um, Eat my curds and whey over there. Let me let me ask you guys. <laughs> let me you. ask the three of you very a question. Good. Yeah, I don't know mm. if any of you has ever been to a, a BDSM dungeon sex party. I haven't. I have not. Negative. I would say uh, I am wondering how long do you think you'd stick around? Uh, and keep in mind this was in Chicago. So they probably okay. got great sandwiches. <laughs> right. Great sandwiches and, you know, an efficient rail system right. to get you home. But the pizza's the the more like a casserole, if you ask me, right? If you, I mean, not, to me, it's not pizza. It's a casserole. So, uh, what is that, a pizza or a casserole? Yeah, it's more of a casserole. Um, yeah, but hey, you know, yeah, I mean, I think that, like, it seemed like, it seemed like the caller left early. It seemed like people mm -hmm. were still going to town in that nasty dungeon. Mm -hmm. But I mean, here's the thing, like, how many, how much time can you spend going to town? I mean, I feel like with like some pharmaceutical support, you could just right. really prep for the evening and say like, I'm in it to win it. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, are there ins and like outs? Some, like Claritin? Dur during, during can sex? You, can you go run? <laughs> can you go run? And, can you go run? I mean, it depends on, I guess, the type of sex, but typically. You but gotta like, get you, the stamp. But could you, you get a stamp on your like, inner wrist? You know, yeah, grab, it, grab a hoagie and then come back. Right. You know, with a stamp <laughs> on your right wrist. I got my stamp. At, I got a stamp. They have cold cuts at the event, Ashcon. This is Chicago. There's beef in all venues. Right. I bet mm. with I bet with a BDSM sex party, there's a real like when do I show up anxiety. You know, because oh you're like, oh my god, yeah, I don't want to be the first one there. No, you don't want to be the first one there. You're you're chaining yourself to the skeleton. Mm. <laughs> That's that's just logistically hard okay. to do. Right. Let me ask you guys this. Mm -hmm. Invitation says party starts at eight. It says eight to question mark. Right. Sure. <laughs> Very sexy. <laughs> Very sexy. There's okay. no sexier punctuation. When 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 do you show up? Ellipses. Uh, right, yes. Nine. Nine? I think that's pretty good. What do you think, Jordan? I might go ten. I might go ten. Maybe I'm a hipster. Really? I don't know. Well, you also have to consider Paige was saying she has work to get to the next day. So you right. can't wait. You can't wait too long. You That's know, true. if I were in Paige's you, position, you know, I, I wouldn't make it too much later than nine. 
She didn't say she had work. She said she had stuff to do. Oh, so it could have just, just been errands. Could have been yeah, other guess, sex stuff. <laughs> <laughs> My daytime. I gotta leave. Parties. I got. I got a lot of fucking to do tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> do you need to like? Do you need to like? Uh, I don't know. Build some sort of foundation at these things with the people that you're gonna skull fuck, or do you right. just? Or could you right. just come in and it's you know? Since Great I question. don't know, like, can you just go in and find you know find a body and just like just like tap in and be like, Hey, is it cool? Or no, you have to, I mean, I think you do have to do <laughs> right. in the Edwardian times. Cause if there <laughs> was, I felt, I feel like if you had to lay down a little foundation and, and mm-hmm. trust there, like it, it would be nice to maybe be there on, you know, in that nine o'clock range to right. like, you know, uh, for the cocktail hour. That's correct. That's right. Do you yes. think it's like church or <laughs> AA where there's one of those big coffee urns? Donuts. Donuts, yeah. And yeah, I mean, if there are cold cuts, those things are going to be a little sweaty by 10, I guess. Yeah, mm. I think that's a good point. Mm-hmm. Well, you yeah, worry I, about yeah. sweaty meat. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the cocktail hour at that does sound kind of fun, though. That's like, you know, the a little... Some good foreplay energy. Yep, you pair up, right? They could be playing yeah. Two Shorts classic cocktails uh, <laughs> there album. You go. I think this is vibe. what I That's think. That's not very dungeon BDSM. Sorry, Jesse, it's no. your show. Go ahead. It Jordan, you too. It would be it would be great if if at the if at the dungeon BDSM party it's like you know it's like all dim and there's fucking torture devices and like different sex demonstrations and then just like the, over the sound system it's just like booty bass it's just like Luke and like put it in your mouth. I feel like we got an idea for a cruise, man. I think this is gonna sure. be a great cruise. Give, give this guy the ox cord, huh? How busy is Akinyele. Um, Okay, so I I think I'm with Ashcon on this, which is I want to get there early enough that I have some time to find my footing um, before the floor gets too slippery, in other words. So I'm thinking like 8.45, 9 o'clock, and I'm really there. I'm letting myself off the hook. I'm there for the hang, okay? They got sport peppers and jardinere there. Mm -hmm. I'm having a nice Italian beef. They got that electric green relish. I'm going to have a Chicago dog. I'm going to munch down and just survey the scene. Take mm-hmm. it all in. Maybe try and make some friends. Okay? Because at, the, so at the end of the day. Adult. It's so hard as an adult, you know? <laughs> exactly. Like, if, if I leave the BDSM sex party and I've got a tennis game set up for Wednesday morning, I call that a win. Okay? If it's, if, if it's 1130... And I haven't, you know, I haven't blasted, but, but I know that on Thursday I got somebody to go see Barbie with because I haven't gotten to see Barbie yet. Well, great. That's a W, right? Uh, n- n- no. No? I don't think so because you're describing a meetup group that you want to go to. <laughs> well, I think, I, I feel think like if you don't what- get... You'll BDSM get, parties are they're meetup groups, but you but but if you don't get you know domed or subbed whatever whatever you're you're going for we're talking about it's lunch just meet, like it's a bunch of people who have doc it's the same <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about this it's the same thing as a bunch of people with dachshunds how so well because they're all getting together they're looking for somebody to play tennis with on Wednesday. 
I, yeah, I, I listen, I have never sought out one of these parties, but if I didn't get, you know, spanked or I don't know, peed on or whatever <laughs> is the thing that I'm going well, for. It depends which room you're in. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's going to, and, and instead I just like met a, a nice person who was like, Hey, do you like pickleball? <laughs> right. <laughs> I, I'm not so sure I'm, I'm going to be yeah. thrilled given that I could have done that uh, in a non dungeon locale. Well, what's wrong with doing it in a dungeon locale, Joe? Uh, well, I guess the thing is, I went to the dungeon for a reason in this circumstance. And I went out of my way. I hopped on the brown line, uh-huh. took it all the way to the loop, <laughs> yeah. got out. And, uh, <laughs> this guy knows the Chicago. All right, all right. Oh, I thought that was just BDSM lingo. Yeah. yeah. Check the out line. the bean. Uh, <laughs> Rub, rub the bean. Rub the bean I, before you rub the, the bean. Yeah. Yep. From ten thirty mm-hmm. to eleven thirty, in the brown line. <laughs> featuring. Yeah, you know, I, I got my own. Someone rode my brown line for a little bit. Yeah. What would you this consider is all great? By the way, how much? <laughs> it's all been Joe, great. How much BDSM? Matt, thumbs up. Yeah. Matt Joe, how much great. BDSM do you think it would take for you to feel like you had successfully gone to a BDSM party? Now. Part of me is wondering if at this party there are established dominatrices right. uh, who are there who then you can spend, you can like interact with, right? Because I feel like maybe oh, we've yeah. been. There's we, like a guy that does those rope tricks. Yeah. There's like. I was going to yeah. say, like, when you go to a. Maybe this is what you're talking about. When you go to a Ren Fair, there's like the people who are there because they're Ren Fair enthusiasts, but there are also Ren Fair employees who exactly. have a spiel, who have a mm-hmm. thing. This is the blacksmith. It's, this is it's the, basically the Ren Fair with fucking. I, a lot of overlap. Well, what's the Ren Fair? A lot fair, of overlap. <laughs> I think uh, people who run into <laughs> each other at one will run into each other at the other one. I don't think there's professionals at the BDSM party. I think there may be a, like an organi- like an event organizer, but right. I don't Real think even a. that person that's it, that's a job. Yeah. Like I think that I think that the BDSM community is so like community minded that again, it's like a bunch of people with dachshunds. Right. Well, that are just looking to make friends to go to the movies with at the right. end of the day. And and maybe have a sub and watch someone get flayed. Yeah. I mean, I think, listen, um, I I would like to usher in a new era of of Jordan Jesse ghost sex calls. Let's have a re- let's have a return to form for us. It, I've loved hearing about the bumper stickers you saw, but I don't know. Let's 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 hear about all you nasty freaks and all the nasty freak shit you get up to. Two oh six nine eight four four fun. And Jesse, a real feminist would have gone to see Barbie by themselves. Oh, I want to know. I want to know. I saw Barbie by myself. Yeah. Good uh, for you, Ashcon. Real feminist. An ally. We call that allyship. <laughs> I can't. I that, got shit to do. So I'm done now, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're good for life. Yeah, yeah you're fine, is, man. Is seeing, <laughs> is seeing by all the Barbie, Jordan Peterson books you want. <laughs> is seeing Barbie by yourself praxis? That's the question that Jordan Jesse Go asks. Okay. Uh, here's Here's what I want to know from our audience. Yeah. How long do you stay at a BDSM party? Oh, yeah. And are there professional entertainers at a BDSM party? And and tell us literally anything. What's a win? <laughs> what's a win? Yeah. I want to know what's a win. How, and make kissing you, noises how, into the phone so we can hear kissing. 
<laughs> yeah. How, and finally, how does sex feel? Sure. You. <laughs> what is it? And how can I have it? Yeah. Um, what do I put where? 206-984-4-FUN. Or JJGo at MaximumFun.org. Well, Ashcon, it's great to see you, bud. Oh, Thank you guys. so much for recording that rap. Absolutely. It was fun. It was a real you it was a real honor. The 20. So, <laughs> no, I'll dro- I'll drop it off the next time I see you <laughs> in person. How about that? No, like any, if I'm at anytime, your place in Oakland. Anytime, or... anything for you, man, for real. Uh okay. I got you, dog. Were you did I really see you in the in the doing a little recording? You yeah. working on something? Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah, I'm recording an album right now. Uh it's almost done. It should be out later this year. Um first single is already out into the world and yeah it's it's uh it's a project that's super important to me it's songs that sort of were building up over the last few years um yeah last last summer when i had the baby on the way i said man if i don't record this record right now this record might not ever see the light of day so uh recorded it and got a lot of support from my community to kind of help make it happen and i'm i'm stoked on it uh i hope you guys uh, dig it too but they're yeah they're songs that are important to me and not very funny unfortunately but what's that what's that new single uh so the new single is called uh roses it was written sort of uh shortly after coming back to the bay spending a lot of time in the rose garden here in oakland tapping a little bit into some of the simple um pleasures like uh BDSM dungeon parties, and right. just the yes, basic the simple shit. things, just yeah. Yeah. fucking, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. just so a perfect oat milk, la- oat yes. milk latte, right? Yeah. yeah, no, it's it's hard, it's it's hard to make the the sincere pivot, but yeah, and and the vibe, I would say, you know, you got a little like pumped up kicks meets like Heim meets like a sprinkle of Prince on the on the hook, beautiful. So there's that's my my beautiful. breakdown of the of the single vibe and. I feel like it's getting harder and harder for me to talk about my own uh, work as I get older, but that's the vibe, and I hope some folks are into it. Well, you've always been a real shrinking violet, Ashcon, as long as I've known you. <laughs> well, it's been a joy. Thank you, Ashcon, and we'll be back in just a second on Jordan Jesse Go. Love you guys. Love you too, pal. La, la, la. Greatest Trek is the podcast for all your modern Star Trek needs. It's funny, informative, and now it's also timely. That's because every Friday, right after the release of a new episode of Strange New Worlds, Picard, Lower Decks, Discovery, or Prodigy, we bring you a review of that episode. There's some great new Star Trek coming up, and we're going to cover all of it. You'll like our show because we're both former video producers, so we bring a lot of insight into the production and filmmaking aspects to these episodes. And we also have a very refined sense of humor, so we make lots of delightful fart jokes along the way. So come see why Greatest Trek is one of the most popular television recap podcasts on all of the internet. Subscribe to Greatest Trek at MaximumFun.org or in the podcast app you're using right now. La, la, la. Uh, this is Lori Kilmartin. And I'm Jackie Cation. And we have a podcast called The Jackie and Lori Show on Max Fun. And it's very exciting because what do we talk about? Comedy. Stand up comedy. We both do stand up comedy and have since the dawn of well, Christ. Well, Jackie. Is that offensive? It is offensive to me because you've aged me. <laughs> uh, we started in the late 80s and we're still here. You can't kill us. So go to The Jackie and Lori Show on Max Fun and listen to that. 
The Jackie and Lori Show. New episodes Monday, only on MaximumFun.org. It's Jordan, Jesse Go. I'm Jesse Thorne, America's radio sweetheart. Jordan Morris, boy detective. And I'm Joe Quazala, Captain Mr. <laughs> Joe, there's there's tunes on this new album of yours. It's true. Yeah, no, it's funny. The, you know, I, I, we were just talking about sincere songs and songs that aren't funny and songs that are funny. And, and you know, my album, I tried to make it very clear what's going on. Because when you release an album and nobody knows who you are, you don't want people going in and being like, oh, okay, well, I assume this will just be regular-ass music. But it's uh, <laughs> my album is called Funny Songs and Sketches because that is what you will get when you listen to my album. You want to, You don't want anybody getting confused on the way in. No, absolutely not. I want to keep well, the expectations at exactly what it is. Like if your CD is in a listening station in Towers. Tower right. Records, which I'm hoping for. That's and good. Yep. that's a great, that's what, great placement. And, you know, I want someone to go. Okay, great. I like both those things. Or if they're like, I like one of those things, they'll be able to find what they need. Joe, I, how yeah. much musical training do you have? I guess I didn't know that about you. You know, for for what I did on this album, uh, you know, not much. But I, I grew up pretty musical like you know i played the violin for a good 10 years oh, yeah. as a boy me and, too not know. 10 years but i played some boy violin as well <laughs> one of the great times to pick it up Ugh. uh just a, bo- just a boy in his violin just fiddling away fiddling. God, the whole, that whole fucking time i was just in the corner sticking my thumb into my yeah meanwhile could have been doing something useful little fiddle diddle Put sure. his hands on the griddle and say, <laughs> ouch, this hurts my hand. <laughs> and twasn't the dog shall meet. <laughs> he barked um, but, at the moon. I don't know. <laughs> I won't try yeah, to make up a whole uh, rhyme. No, I mean you you were we were pretty much there. <laughs> I say print it. We're, that was that was enough. Yeah. Um but did you um, did but, you like call up some old musical training that you hadn't used in a while? You know, n- you not not exactly, um, because it was really more. I wanted to get the comedy part right, and I leaned on a professional musician friend of mine uh, to really help me out with the musical side of things, and that would be a guy by the name of Yusu Kim, who is a great musician out of Chicago. His project uh, is called Good Son. Uh, and he makes serious for real music, but uh, I've known him for a long time, and it was important to me to have a good kind of comedic base, but marry it with music that was solid. Joe, what are we going? We're we're going to play something. Once we do the credits, we're going to play something. Yes. What should we play? Um, I am going to give you guys the first minute of the first song on the album, which is a country song Ooh. called Unless. Now, do we have to pay to get the other minutes or? Uh, yeah, if, if, if you know, I, I'll give a little taste. And if people are interested in hearing more, they can find uh, the album anywhere what is you it? find so music. What, what does it cost? Because I'm already down 20 bucks today. Right. So uh, the state of the music industry means that you can uh, probably listen to it for free on Spotify. 
But I'm if you gonna, like, look, I'm not going to pay for Spotify just to listen a minute, two and three of this fucking song. Well, here's the thing. You don't have to. <laughs> is Spotify a new concept to you, Jesse? I don't know. What is, I mean, what is that? He still goes to Tower Records. Oh, right. That's right. Okay. So when you walk into Tower Records, yeah, you ask it. to use someone's Sorry. phone. Tower Records closed, guys. <laughs> I'm going someone to, there I'll will have the a phone with someone. Be, yeah. I'm going to the I'm going to the warehouse. Where it does not matter the warehouse. what, what you, building George. you walk into. Walk okay. into any building and say, <laughs> "I need to use a phone." Okay, and someone will likely give you a Hold rectangular on. thing that is what we call a smartphone. Uh-huh. What if I haven't got a quarter? Oh well, th- well, this is this is actually perfect. Okay. Because there is there is a, a pretty small slot at the bottom of most smartphones. Mm-hmm. Right. But one, not big enough for really any coin. And two, not meant for a coin. That is usually meant to charge your phone for power. So you're not going to need any coins. You're just going to need an adult to help you find music. Okay. And you can really, the easiest way to do this is right. you can go to my social media where I'll be posting very convenient links. Well, give me for... an example. Okay, so you're you're going <laughs> to phone or laptop, you're going to go, right. all right, I'm going to Instagram.com slash Joe Qua, J-O-E-K-W-A. Okay, how far on... is that from the warehouse? So that's going to be spiritually pretty close. <laughs> Instagram it. is kind of like a warehouse of the mind. Oh, <laughs> yes. Or a sort of... I've heard it compared to Sam Goody. Is that accurate? Sure, yeah. Sam, okay, so that you're you're thinking of TikTok. Okay. TikTok more is like the Sam Goody of the soul. Mm. Okay. And so if you go to TikTok.com slash Joe Qua, I will also have the the links and information there. Now, Can I ask a question? Please. I had a feeling. So going to Joe Qua on a lot of these is really great. Mm-hmm. Can I hear your album at Lids? Okay, so I, this is this is interesting because uh, lids as as a store, you would think, okay, I'm gonna go here, I'm gonna it's get a perfect a hat. place, yeah, perfect. I'm gonna place maybe to. maybe I'm gonna tell the guy there, write my name on a hat, right, and then I will purchase the hat, right. And you might be like, what what type of music could you get at a lids, right? But I would thought. Joke was all. Yeah. I mean, sure. Why? I mean, when people might remember me from my lids campaign that I did on national television. Right. Where I would famously take off a hat and there would be another hat underneath it. Right. And I I would say, I I can't get enough of these lids. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I didn't want to. I was going to ask you to say it. I think that's yeah. why we wanted you on the show, because we all like This has all that. been kind of leading up to say the line. Um, and I knew that. But if I did it immediately, I was afraid then I would have to, you'd be done with me. And I, right. I had to save it to the end. Um, and so like Seth MacFarlane always waits a couple minutes into his Tonight Show interview to do the Stewie voice, you know? Before he breaks out Stewie. Doesn't yeah, just come yeah. out as Stewie. So... So basically, I type Joe Qua into different stores at the mall, mm-hmm. and I can mm-hmm. check out the rest of the song. We're just going to hear the beginning of this country song. You pretty from, much, you pretty much nailed it. From your new album, which is called "Funny Songs and Sketches," and is due out September twenty ninth. This is, you know, what I was afraid you weren't going to get there. It was a little hairy there for a minute, but once once we connected that I'm the lids guy. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it all fell into place. 
Yeah. Though my whole thing, honestly, the whole time, it's like, is this the Suncoast video guy? And then at the end, lids guy. Oh, got yeah. it. Lids mm-hmm. guy. The of lids, course, the lids kid. I was pretty. I was a lot younger, and you know that was what, what a lot of people called much, me. But not that much. Not that much younger. I mean, True. I'm not. I'm not it, trying to say like you're. You were younger, but like. The kid thing that was sort of like a sarcastic thing. It, yeah, I mean, it was the way the kid Leroy is a kid. You know, he's not a he's not a toddler, but you know, there's a youthful spirit behind it. No, it was kind of like this guy. I'm. It was like this fucking guy. It was sort of like a this fucking guy kind of thing. I'm just. I'm sorry that you had to find out this way. That, I mean, I if I may argue, that's open to interpretation. Some people might be like this fucking kid, but I think a lot of other people were like, you know, there's a there's a pep in his step, mm-hmm. like kid and, Creole, and yes, the coconuts, and the coconuts. Yeah, yeah, I think you're coconuts. Well, Joe, thanks for joining us on the program. Joe Quizala has been our guest on the show. His new album is called Funny Songs and Sketches. It's coming out September 29th. Uh, at the end of the show, we're gonna we're gonna hear a little bit of it. Our producer on the program is Matt Lieb, the great Matt Lieb. Producer emeritus, Brian Sunny D. Fernandez. Our theme music is Love You by The Free Design, courtesy of The Free Design and Light in the Attic Records. You can find us on all social media platforms. Just search for Joe Qua, K-W-A. Um, and Backslash we will lids. talk. <laughs> we will talk to you next time on Jordan Jessica. You are my everything. You light the world up with your face. You are the very definition of beauty, style, and grace. You are the trees in my forest. You're the stars in my sky. I'm gonna love you till the day I die. Unless you die first, then I guess I'd move on with my life. Sure, I'd be sad for a second. But then I'd want a new wife But only cause you died first And I promise I'd be so torn up But as I think about this new woman I get real horned up Wow, yeah A new lady She could be anybody, huh? Maybe her name will be Callista Callistica Now that's, that's too much Just Callista Hug you and kiss you and love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Love you. Maximum Fun. A worker owned network of artists owned shows. Supported directly by you.